Welcome to Shrimp Cocktail, a dish best served cold. A place where the shrimps discuss our lives, housewives, and the time Becky caught a live bird with her mouth. Hey, Becky. Hi. How are you? Uh... I'm so fucking good. How are you doing, Becky? <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> Actually, I'm like in a great mood just because obviously I'm one and a half Palomas deep into Oh, that'll do it. And like we said in our first episode or our second episode of SLC, that I wanted to have a Paloma. So here it's- Paloma mood, yes. Yes, Heather ordered one and we're honoring her and pouring one out. Your Paloma. Exactly. Are you a mezcal or a tequila girly? It's tequila. They just had Jose Cuervo, like the dark kind in like a small bottle. But I'm kind of liking it. It's more like- rounded flavors by maybe a bit more spicy yes i don't know if i told you but like when aj and i went to new hampshire like a week like weeks ago we obviously because it's like everything is so um there's yeah. so many liquor stores there because it's tax-free and stuff and um we got to try like casamigos like buy a bottle for the first time without it being like this crazy expensive thing because in montreal a bottle is like 90 dollars something crazy no, Casamigos is tequila. Oh, it's, the yeah, George, yeah. it's the George Clooney one. Okay. And was it on Beverly Hills, Denise Richards was like this huge like proponent of Casamigos. Like where she would like only order that at bars and stuff. <laughs> I want to try Kendall Jenner's A18. <laughs> yes, I kind of do want to try Kendall Jenner's tequila. But Kathy um, will be like standing outside your house waiting to like... <laughs> It's yeah. Bloody Mary and stuff. Like if I say like 818 in the mirror three times. Yeah. Kathy appears and tries to start a conga line. <laughs> With skeletons. What's it? Billy Jean starts playing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, I have like Casamigos here. I should probably make a Paloma if I can. Like, because honestly, the hype holds up. It tastes like a margarita. Good. Like it doesn't even taste any different from a margarita, basically. Yeah, the Casamigos is um it's expensive but like it tastes like vanilla which i really like weird yeah um i never well i guess i've had the like whatever the patron so i have had expensive tequila it does make a difference yeah it does oh if you want to drink it by itself yeah mm-hmm. there's a highland and a lowland tequila where the agave grows and if it's lowland then it's more earthy and if it's highland it's like a more clean taste i wonder how that applies to like kathy's tequila that is made in france well, let me just say, France, tequila, no, thank you. But tequila doesn't age. So when you put it in an oak barrel, it just colorizes it and like adds like an oaky flavor. But it's not like a whiskey where it's going to like interact. Develop. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's all, it's just, that's like Jose Guervo. It's put in an oak barrel and that's why it's brown. But like naturally tequila is like clear. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that's like, like what distinguishes like a Blanco from like, um, whatever not a blanco is <laughs> so the viewers are dying to know how was your birthday <laughs> uh, uneventful i had a really great potluck situation with my friends on sunday and they surprised me with two pumpkin pies with my names <laughs> on them <laughs> that was cute you threw them and in your face no i didn't get pied but i asked to get pied. Ooh, she wants to get um, Pied yeah, Piper over here. Pied Piper over here. Um, other than that, pretty uneventful because of me having to cancel all my plans with my family because of COVID. I know, it's so horrible. I told my dad about that. He's like, just awful how it's still around and affecting everyone's lives. I know. Yeah, your parents haven't had it yet, right? They both have. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, they obviously have more of a social life than me, and they're, like, both retired, living in New Brunswick. Yeah, they're just always fucking and sucking. Anyways. (laughs) Who are you, for those shrimps? We call our listeners shrimps, shrimpies. So, for those shrimps that are listening, Peter has not gotten COVID yet, so. Yeah, somehow. (laughs) (laughs) You need to study his... Auto, what is it called? Antibodies? Yeah. Um, but basically everyone else in my life, including 
Yeah, you probably. Yeah, I mean, I got COVID in June for the first time. And so it means I probably don't have antibodies anymore. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I got a reminder email for my second booster. Um, I cut out the the COVID talk from our last episode because it's so like redundant, boring. Like I don't want to listen. Jane cut. Exactly. It's like, let's not talk about COVID. It's just, how were, how were, did the food you made turn out okay? (laughs) This is such hot content. Um, We'd have continuity. Yes. (laughs) It's fine. It was fine. Speaking of like, food content I just watched before I spoke to you the um Nick Kroll Netflix special did you watch that yet yeah he's so funny I love him so uh, much and food is such a central like point of that like, I mean, him having, like <laughs> yes neckies and like um his salt and vinnies but like also just like having diarrhea all the time I was like hard relate dude like and then I just... see myself from the room sensei <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was a stand-up guy I just like thought he had only been like a writer you yeah. know in regards to like, his comedy I don't like, know I haven't seen a stand-up before but it was really no neither I don't usually like white guy stand-up so let's just yeah <laughs> totally I can't think of the last time I watched a stand-up by like a like a regular like been blown away by it but I thought it was really sweet and affectionate and loving and it was good it was really good well let me just tell you about my day Rebecca on set yeah so I was on set for Nancy Drew I was like town hall citizen um it was only five hours of work and you like, since I only do it, like, a couple times a week, you really want those, like, 12 to 16-hour days. Yeah. It's, like, doing... Peter, by the way, shrimpy, shrimpy listeners, Peter's working background. So, you see those people walking in the background of a TV show? That's probably me in a year when they edit it. But it was in a really great location, West Fan, like, one of my favorite... Near one of my favorite beaches. Yeah, they're just kind of dicking us around with these hours because they're making us wake up at like 6 a.m. and then we like are wrapped at 11 and like we have to be there at like 6 a.m. and wrapped at 11. You know how employers now are like making it harder to be on a salary and you're like more contracted? Yeah. Well, it's like nowadays they're making you work like less than six hours so they don't have to give you meals or anything like that. So it's... and really annoying because usually these jobs are like out in the middle of nowhere so it's like right. I commute for a while and because I only made like maybe a hundred dollars today and like you spend like so much on gas and like you, anyways I probably got just as much as the COVID test or like the freaking work I did today so right yeah yeah I think it's like you're seeing like kind of through it that like at the end of the day like they will milk you for everything you're worth and try to underpay you in every way they can you know basically and if you're on like a marvel or like avengers thing then you're set but it's weird that they're cutting it just in terms of hours now not even like contracts so it's like making it even less worth it to make it those whole journeys but right how how long a drive was it for you only like 20 minutes but like some highway and so you're and yeah it was one of my favorite locations <laughs> that I've ever been to so I'm not really complaining but I'm just you know you get annoyed because it's like sometimes it's like two hours and yeah gas is so expensive it's gonna go down like 30 yeah. 40 cents like this weekend though apparently we're gonna have a huge drop so that's good still yeah. really Muslim. Muslim. a short day maybe just some drama at the beginning with the veganism thing Peter's oh like, right they Peter's hate the fact that you don't want to eat meat <laughs> they hate it so like non-union members get the fast track breakfast, which is bacon and like sausage and eggs. And that's about it. And like hash browns. And then they're like, we have like hash browns and beans. And it's like, that's not a vegan option. That's just like what they have for everyone. That's gross textures. <laughs> yeah. They said hash browns, they said beans and fruit actually, which I'm like, no. <laughs> Mixed together. <laughs> yeah. so they made me get like a union stamp and then she was super like sketchy like the wrangler was super sketchy about giving me the stamp because it's just thinking i'm trying to like pull one over on them and it's like i'm just trying to fucking eat like a, you made me oh, what does it matter to her i don't know well, union is like these hierarchies are everything to these people it's insane 
Yeah, no, I just, I don't understand why people will go out of their way to prohibit you from eating vegan on set. And then every time I like went back to her, she's like, oh, it's a vegan. And just like trying to make jokes or like, I'm just like, we need to like make it not socially acceptable to talk about other people's diets. Like it's fucked. I agree. Like, I think that like at the end of the day, that's what it is. Her trying to like tell you what it's acceptable for you to eat or not. It, it is, even though it's maybe not her motive. That's what it is. But yeah, even just getting me like worked up talking about it. Yeah. Um, but the fruit was really good. It was all fresh, really fresh today. And they had some good vegan bakery goods. So not complaining. I'm very Yeah, blessed. that sounds kind of good. Like a vegan bakery, like a pastry plus some fruit. Like that's a good breakfast. Oh, no, this was just for snack. They have pastries. They have like oh. crafty. So like craft services or whatever they call crafty in the biz. Yeah, they had like really good fruit at crafty and like vegan baked goods. And then they even have like a sandwich truck. But I didn't take advantage of it, but since I had the union stamp, I could have gone. And that's just snack. That's not even meal. <laughs> anyway, let's take a break. And when we get back, we'll discuss Potomac episode. We'll enter the, the cherry blossom season that is oh Potomac. Becky, save it for the pod. <laughs> yes, I know. Okay. Her name is Daisy Rose. <laughs> Wild Rose. Daisy Rose Wilson. Casey Rose Mormon (laughs) okay and we're back (laughs) I'm gonna text Casey and be like I need my dog after you (laughs) yes you must yeah I'm sure everyone loves to hear that and we're back (laughs) how do you feel being back in Potomac in a cherry blossom festival okay, of all places. One thing I'm going to say, which I'm just off book here. Okay. Like general vibe that I got was not, just in terms of like feeling, I'm sure this season's going to be great, but I just didn't like the feeling of this episode because it reminds me of that like really early spring when you are super eager to enjoy the weather, but it's super cold. And so yeah. really underdressed. The wind is just blowing everything up your hoochie coo. And so it just like made me very like viscerally uncomfortable. It's giving St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's, it's like just... March 17th. That's yeah. what it's giving. That's my main feedback for the whole episode. And I think we should end <laughs> yeah. it there. I think we should end it there. Yes. <laughs> okay. have a great night i'll talk to you tomorrow i didn't know that potomac or like i guess dc and overall had like such crazy beautiful cherry blossoms is that the only kind of state known for that because you don't ever see that publicized elsewhere i know that like in the intro like they're holding like are they holding cherry blossoms they are right yeah it's i don't think they're holding them but they're definitely like in the local or it's in the vicinity it's a and the logo, when I see like Real Housewives, I see like cherry blossoms around the lettering. Yeah, exactly. I guess it's like DC's known for that, which is really cool. Like, I guess when like their climate must be like pretty temperate. Yeah. Like, but I also think they like drove 40 minutes just to get there. <laughs> yeah. And they went to a grocery store to get that grocery store sushi. <laughs> they got like one single roll of like four little like sushis and then like a veggie platter it's like i do better when i hang with my friends who are not housewives and i'm not filming for a television show i'm just for those of us not viewing this on webcam peter has been shaking his head left and right saying (laughs) oh the entire time because as a vancouverite this is vancouver culture and you just cannot get some grocery store sushi under some yeah blossoms on our miserable miserable ass day and like i mean it's like traffic they were all wearing little outfits i don't think it was cold that day based on what they were wearing they all had to like have like a layer but um everyone looked like very cute in their looks everyone was wearing like a blazer well speaking of how we need to talk about giselle's style journey oh my god okay so she looked amazing at the like cherry blossom moment but then when they like oh. they immediately go to testimonial and she looked insane with her like emo punk hair she had the most like drastic highlight situation i've ever seen i was gonna ask you about that because 
are chunky highlights back? I really don't think so. Okay. Unless you're a Gen Z. Maybe I'm too old. That <laughs> were they ever in? Do you think Giselle's like cool ass daughters told her to do that? No, they were probably horrified. She probably just picked that wig out last minute. I have no idea. Well, I saw like on Twitter, like Candace and Karen were both like dragging her to hell with that hairstyle. It was the hairstyle with the dress for me. Maybe if she went for like a more grunge, like 90s vibe or like a Jerry Hallowell, like yeah. dress or something like that would have made more sense. But it just came yeah. from a really uninformed place and it felt really out of place. Yeah, it felt like a kind of party city vibes. Yeah, it was not good. Was it like the infamous like Lisa Renna slash what's her name? Mary Cosby dress. Hmm. It's like that gold dress that like changes to like yellow with the sequence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I can't believe we're at seven seasons already. How did that happen? I don't know. It makes me want to, like, because, I mean, like, Sharice is back, and I'm like, what did Sharice do? What she's about? Like, I, I don't remember Sharice that well. That one's the skinny girl? Who's that? Sharice? Like, she's the one that, like, she was season one. Like, do you remember she had, like, her whole thing was, like, renovating, like, a champagne room in her house? I I think I didn't start watching until, like, season three. Yeah. That's why I feel like I've only, it's only, like, season four. Yeah, I think Sharice, I don't know what, like, when she um, left the show, but she, I think it was Robin's entry into the show. Okay. And But, like, I, I, I had no, like, strong feelings either way about Sharice, but now she's back, and I guess she can be either, like, very, like, love it or hate it, like, with fans. I I just, I want to rewatch almost to understand where they're coming from, because I don't have, like, any lasting opinions on her. Yeah, well, that's all news to me, because I never even knew that she was a castmate before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just don't like yeah you didn't watch her seasons yeah um but yeah the beauty of housewives though is that especially with this cast you can really jump into it at the beginning of the season i think yeah it's more approachable what are your feelings about the whole ashley divorce thing at the picnic like where the women are questioning her and she's just like kind yeah, of telling i think us what we want to hear but i don't think that's the case well, we find out later in the episode it's not the case. But, I know. Yeah, I'm really excited for this drama to unfold because Michael Darby is a flop. I wish I wrote down the quote of how Candace described him. I'm just like this crusty, nasty, <laughs> golem gremlin thing. Like, yeah, I think she... Candace, um, I think Candace is my fave. I going to say. I think Candace and I, I, honestly, everyone is kind of my fave. I don't have a fave. I think everyone is just always consistently brings kind of their shit up to the table where no one's playing it cool. But I think Candace would be the only one that I would want to hang out with. I, I would hang out with Ashley. I'd hang out with Karen. You would hang out with Karen. <laughs> I would. Absolutely. She seems so fun. Like, yeah. and, and chill. Like She seems like someone who'd be a great friend, but also uh, enable you to do bad things. Isn't she kind of a prude, though? Or they're kind of, like, reserved? No. No. No, she's crazy sex positive. I feel like... In my Robin, memory. Yeah, Robin is probably a huge stoner. Like, her eyes, you can just see. Like, she must smoke so much weed. Like, how does she even drive to these occasions? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> stone. Just flies there. <laughs> but that might be a reason why I might want to hang out with Robin instead. Because she's probably, like, cool off camera. I don't know if you noticed, like, Robin's hair so far this season, where everyone's, journey. like, commenting on it, her hair journey. I know that shade of orange, and that is a henna. She, oh, really? A henna dye. I think so. Like, where it just, like, it doesn't translate as all being, like, within nature. You know, like, that, like, there's some, like, quality to it that, like, feels you're using, like, an all natural source to get that color but it doesn't translate as natural yeah i don't know if it's i'm not sure if it's her real hair i didn't clock it really that closely but i think it might be i think she just got her hair like um chemically straightened and like got henna done or something or just i don't know whatever it is i don't like the color i, I don't think i like the color on anyone like I don't not think just anyone her. has 
good style, maybe, except for Candace. Candace is great style. Like, I love how she dresses. Mm -hmm. Like, she always looks so, like, put together and, like, inconsiderate. Like, she always, like, knows the event she's attending. She's very petite. I can imagine her being very petite. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure she's, like, five foot two. Cute. She's, like, Lady Gaga. Yeah, she's petite. And, like, she just, like, has, like, a beautiful, like, face and figure and, like, can just wear whatever she wants. Compared to Ashley, like, who has the same kind of, like, freedom in the way she, like, looks and can dress however she quote-unquote wants, her style is so boring to me. Yeah, she's just a mom, though, so I don't know. True. She's, like, probably getting thrown up on every five minutes, so. Yeah, exactly. And, like, even just, like, the ability to, like, anticipate how you're gonna want to dress when you're a mother of two young kids like a single mother of two young kids oh, her kids like, were cute <laughs> i, I wrote in my notes that her oldest kid is john c riley i don't know who that is you know the guy from stepbrothers who's plays opposite will ferrell i didn't see that movie can <laughs> i text you <laughs> okay. okay the picture okay because she actually has like a john c riley baby uh, I thought he was cute, the older one, not the young one. No! <laughs> okay, Peter, get ready. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel like I'm being so cruel right now to a you child. Know, apparently, this is a podcast where we like to bully children. <laughs> okay, I almost sent that to my sister. One second. I want to text Bobby you. Rose. Bobby Rose, if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> This is a Bobby Rose Stan podcast. Okay. We stan her. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, why did you just say it's the guy from like Tim and Eric or whatever? Isn't he? Oh, it's Steve Roll. Yeah. It's Steve Roll. He is Steve Roll. Yeah, you're right. Sweet Betty Wine. <laughs> Sweet Betty Wine. We have no like way of maneuvering through like uh, Ashley's like divorce, but like I'm happy that Karen and Giselle are friends. Yeah, I guess. They, they were, like, famous, at odds. They've been famously enemies, so to see yeah. them talk is a thing. Yeah, I'm happy. Like, I just want I just want them to be, like, good because I want to, like, combine their power. That's what I was going to say. I feel like they're stronger together. And that's yeah. what to Meredith and Lisa. I don't know if they're, like, stronger together because they're both, like, giving, like, milk toast. <laughs> yeah, but I guess that's what milk toast, everyone loves milk toast in Utah. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you, Becky. <coughs> I just drank some water. <laughs> Becky just smoked a huge bowl. Okay, go. Who is your star sign? Who is your rising sign? And who is your moon? Okay, that's a great question. Of this cast, it's kind of hard. Because these women are so okay. multifaceted that it's really hard to like even like put them in a corner too. Like, I think I think my star sign could weirdly be like somewhere between like a Candace and a Robin. More Robin. I you're definitely what's your name who got fired? Oh, Monique. Yeah, you're more of a Monique. We well, I told you right that we have the same birthday. No. Yes. You're literally our Monique. <laughs> you're Monique, Monique. and T'Challa rising. I oh okay well that's my answer. <laughs> Who's your moon? I am. Yeah, and my moon will be Karen. Okay, I wrote mine. Mia Sun. Mia Sun. Oh, I forgot about Mia. Okay. No, she hasn't been just a person. Because she's just like a mess and hot, a hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> Candace rising. Yeah, for Who's sure. Attitude. For sure. I'm a Leo rising, so I feel like Candace is that Leo kind of like. Yeah, I, I don't know what she actually is, but she is so Leo. Because she has that, like, star energy or, like... Um, and then Robin Moon. Right, I like that. I think that yeah. suits you. Yeah. Because Robin is more, like, subdued and kind of... It, it smokes pot. <laughs> I don't smoke pot, Rebecca. <laughs> it's medicine. Yeah, it's called medicine. Okay. <laughs> Next in my notes. Mm -hmm. Michael is disgusting. Disgusting? No. It's, what am I not getting? Like about her buying a house with him? 
what what am I not getting? I know she's so jaded. It's like the definition of jaded. I'm it's like watching Luann, uh, freaking Mary Tom. Right. Yeah. But like, I mean, like, there's less like delusion there with like Ashley. But I just, I, I need to know, like, you're not saying something on a financial level, like to the audience. My mind can't wrap like around it. Like, I just, I want to know, like, what is the motivation to like be in like like a mortgage with a guy? Be the financial. Who, but. Even then, like, is that, like, short-sighted? Definitely, and I really hope it's in her best interest. Yeah. They were married? Married for a while. And so, do they have a prenup? Yeah, they do, but, like, I don't know if the prenup, like, protects her, like, in terms of the lifestyle she would, like, be able to, like, give her children. So if it's less in her favor, you think you're trying to say? Or just, like, not, like, in her favor enough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I'd be curious to know because if out without a prenup, you'd like 50-50 ideally. Uh, especially if you're the mom, like main caregiver, probably have to give a lot more. But yeah. if there's like a prenup, then Michael might have the advantage here. Usually like prenups are never like overtly in the fur of the like breadwinner unless her being a weirdo signing into that like when she was young but i wouldn't put her past that because she's being so fucking weird now i know yeah her motivations kind of elude me i just don't know where she's coming from i know and she's so pretty and i just want the best for her (sighs) i know i just want her to be happy with her like two cute kids like just get away from this guy imagine waking up every morning and you see that picture that was posted of Michael Darby's back. Like that would be what you see as he gets dressed. And it's like- It's Gollum looking for the ring. <laughs> oh my God. This is why we're friends. <laughs> yeah. It was just so gross. And yeah, it's on another level. I don't even want to go there to be honest. I, just, I know. So I guess in the coming up this season, we see Mia dump basically like a whole drink onto someone. I didn't know who it was. Oh, who was it? I, I tried to figure that out. Who was it? Was it Candace? No. Okay. But anyways, I'm just like, Mia deserves an Emmy for the amount of time she's thrown shit at people. Yeah, I know. Mia, is, she's giving it. I hate right now what's happening with like them being like, do you have cancer? Do you not have cancer? Like, no, Mia has like, this a again? scary health like... issue where she's having tumors to pop up around her body and they don't know what's causing the tumors and whether they're cancerous or not. That's her issue. Giselle being like, are you like, have cancer, not ha- have cancer? It's like, come on. Are you team, so you're team Mia, you're saying? Oh, for sure. Like, if you have just these tumors popping up, of course, they're going to always be, like, pre-cancerous, no matter this what. Is my, this is my deep cut, is that Mia has mommy issues. And the reason yeah. the reason why she posts so much of her personal life on Instagram is because she has no one to share that with. Yeah. And she's looking for kind of that, those like, zeitgeist to fill that, like, mommy role, I guess you want to say. I think you're wrong it doesn't mean that like there's any lie in what she's saying i think she could be like completely authentically like reporting back what information she has with her health her being able to like access like the kind of public figure like feedback loop thing like she might just be enjoying that part of it you know and even like in her mind classified as like being authentic yeah so i don't know about trauma dumping or putting your emotions into a post for me personally, I would never do that. But it's interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not, I have not been in that position. I don't know how yeah. I feel. It's interesting to bring up because in one of our last episodes, you mentioned that Mia was talking about on her Instagram a bunch of drama. about Yeah, about but Gordon's brother's involvement in their business. Like, I still actually did not, like, fully know what's going on like I, I tried to like look back into it and like I don't know if the like a post is deleted or something I have no idea what's going on with her personal life but she is an over sharer overall Definitely. we can agree yeah. on that sure. yes oh yeah disgusting <laughs> no I don't want to put her I, I I feel like Mia like is someone who I like I want to root for I have a question for you mm-hmm. does a frog have a watertight asshole 
I wrote that down on my notes. I don't know what the fuck that meant. Um, <laughs> Do they? Does everyone have a water train at school? Is mine? <laughs> I don't go swimming and like get filled with water. So I well, hope. I mean, like, I, okay, give me like a break. I'll report back. <laughs> okay. Okay, we're back. We're back. Okay, so what I think we need to talk about is the dynamic between Candace and her husband, and like them in that like doctor's appointment where she's getting her eggs frozen, and he was just being normal and she was coming at him for like the fact that he's a chef and his lifestyle doesn't like align with hers and that they were treating their doctor as like a therapist that moment that like as though she would give as, as though she would have like Candace's back in that moment it's none of that doctor's business whether like her husband has a night job I'm just gonna be honest with you Becky I completely dissociated during this because I just find any sort of like straight people drama about getting pregnant so fucking boring and <laughs> unrelatable. Yeah. I had no notes yeah. in this part at all. It's just like blank. That's fair. I think that the way that they handled just the the logistics of his job and scheduling means that like they're not ready to have a baby. I just know in my heart that they are toxic together. Oh, they're going to get divorced. I'm surprised they haven't already. Yeah. Well, they haven't learned. Yeah, they're a weird couple. Like, I just, I actually don't, like, see any of, like, the highlights of their, like, relationship. I just feel like they're both very actively, like, settling for each other in lots of ways. Because she's a catch in some ways. And he, I think, feels very safe her in lots of ways I don't know their yeah. relationship's weird it's like codependent in like not a good way yeah so what happened after that well we got to see, um Charisse kind of like finally on screen talking to Robin and like her asking like interrogating Robin but like why aren't you married yet to Juan and I noticed that you that's you and AJ <laughs> we are well we've been together for like probably the same amount of years yeah well I mean like I think Robin and Juan did get divorced right you think so I no, I think they were married and then they got divorced because she said that she had a prenup initially okay and that they they got like officially divorced and now they're back together and that's why she's like not in a hurry to do it all over again until the prenup aligns with her situation now and yeah, I guess Juan is all freaked out by the idea of getting another prenup that's like in her favor. Well, we don't know actually what Juan's thinking. Juan might not care. I don't know. When Robin said that she's like the breadwinner, I was like, oh, damn. So Juan's like not making money. Yeah, because how much is freaking she making? It doesn't seem like she's freaking busting her ass when she's getting all these deals on, well, like, she has like her half business. <laughs> yeah, but like she never even got up her ass and made like shook hands with these people. Yeah, we found that out earlier, like a year ago or whatever, that she, her half business was rising. She was like not Thinking being a hustler. Yeah. Yeah. So then do we go to Mia's house next? Yeah, Mia was having this like really fun looking brunch at her house. <laughs> it looked like the food looked so good, I have to say. I, I don't know, know if you were good. noticing. It no. was like, I think they had a private chef. Charcuterie. It so tasty. And it was no charcuterie at all. Not not a one in sight. It was all not just a charcuterie like... charcuterie in sight. Well, take no. note, SLC ladies. Seriously, like you don't need a charcuterie. You don't need cold fruits and nuts and meat. Yeah. It was all like hot food and it looked so good. Mia got to talk to her mom and like we could, we could like catch up on like our health situation oh, that, that is so like, weird because her mom's like getting the information basically from her instagram and she's like <laughs> yeah. her mom when it should be like the other way around and the way like her mom was like are you what's the health status and she's like oh uh like she was like almost like weirdly sad to say that it wasn't cancer <laughs> you know what i mean uh i'm just gonna leave you with that one becky like <laughs> no in your okay. feelings uh, <laughs> what do you think of me I liked Mia's house I'm gonna say that even though it's a rental it seemed like not too McMansion-y but ten thousand a month ten thousand like what a waste what the fuck what the fuck ten thousand a month 
like that like that to me is way overpriced for what she's getting. But it gave but, you like a three bedroom in New York problem. I don't know. I don't I don't know. Like I just it, for me for me it, it was like off. I was like, that can't be. I know there because has- twelve hundred and twenty thousand a year. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah. House with that money. <laughs> My main note was for like Mia's brunch was that like when Karen and like Ray came into the party, Ray was dressed exactly like the dude from Jurassic Park. I had Indiana Jones in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was straight up the guy from Jurassic exactly. Park. Exactly. It's like walked off set. Into yeah, the- like he had like the little like the vest. <laughs> I was saying, can we stop repping these canceled brands like Dolce and Gabbana? Right? Like, are they like actual monsters? <laughs> They're horrible people. I want a wall of wine. That's my other note. <laughs> okay. The other thing we need to talk about is like Wendy meeting with Peter. Peter, like Cynthia's yeah. ex-husband. That was weird. <laughs> I I mean, like I have no notes. Other we're than not going to talk. About, we're not going to talk about the monkey place. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was good though. That monkey impression was good. Yeah, she's like low key autistic. <laughs> that I mean, like can we carry that theme? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll keep it an ongoing joke. I'm sure people will love it. What the fuck? I was so confused when Peter came on the show. Yeah, so, like, having Peter there was bizarre. He was wearing, like, sunglasses the whole time. He was in like crisis mode. It was so weird. He was dressed like a freaking chuggy. I don't even know what that means, but that's what he looked like. Yeah, Yeah, that was weird. Like, a 16-year-old boy who just got his first car. It was so weird. Why are you wearing sunglasses indoors and you're, like, freaking 60 or, like, 70? That makes no sense. Yeah, I think he's, like, someone who I would not want to, like, align myself with to, like, start a business. But then also, like, Wendy had, like, very radically different ideas of what this business was going to be. She was, like, I want to have it be, like, open for children during the day so they can, like, Ain't nobody want to, like, hook up with someone who has a baby. Yeah, no, it's, like, weird. I don't I, I don't know what she wants. Wendy. Oh, God Wendy, love, like. God love you, Wendy. I'm confused. I know. It's weird. We need a collab between her and Ebony from NYC in terms of, like, academia. Right. Um, He's like, I want to have a library and (laughs) in the bar. (laughs) Yeah, like, at a bar. Maybe you are stretching yourself way too thin that you think you have to, like, overlap every single, like, interest you have into, like, one sort of business. It doesn't make sense. What did you think of her confessional look in the green dress? I don't remember. Like, she was barely, like, featured. Piece, corset, and then, like, covered. Oh, okay, I like that. Yes, I know what you mean now. Okay, so, like, it it suited her body, but it was, like, like, not, like, I I think, cool. I think it was a cool dress, but it would have looked better on, like, a stick figure woman. (laughs) That is the most gay guy take ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'm just like, when you have boobies like that, I feel like that's, you know, whatever freaking Kathy said. When you It looks garish when you have them all out like that. Vulgar. But if you have them all, it's like my daughter. So it's vulgar? Yeah. It's vulgar and I didn't want to <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Wendy. No, I did like it, but yeah, I wanted to get your opinion because it's... Well, yeah, like I just feel like a lot about Wendy is like her she's just like trying to force herself into being someone who she's not same yeah trying to ride this academia slut vibe yeah like I don't I just don't know what like Wendy wants out of this life welcome to Wendy's (laughs) (laughs) ma'am this is a Wendy's she's like yeah my dad had never been to Wendy's before and so here I am Mm -hmm. yeah didn't he like Peter ended up encouraging Wendy to do a sexual favor to get like the 300k from her husband. <laughs> he? I have no idea. He was like, oh, she was like, let me talk, to- what was Wendy's husband's name? Eddie. Yeah, she's like, I need to talk to Eddie about the 300k. And he's like, oh, you better be good to him tonight. 
Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're moving on to Ashley. Okay. Yeah. Like Ashley has like, this weird moment with her mom and her uncle. They both them like on the show before them just like interrogating her. Be like, what but they were so about? right. Oh my God. No, they were concerned for this girl. No one gets it. They like were so black and white and like made sense. I wish I could have parents to still give me advice like that. I know. <laughs> yeah, for well, maybe in the intro, shrimpy listeners, we'll talk about our family dynamics. <laughs> <laughs> and the Patreon. But yeah, it's just really frustrating to see Ashley making the wrong decisions because it just reminds me of that Tyra Banks meme being like, we were rooting for you! We were all rooting for you! I know. You're screaming at the television like, Ashley, this is so stupid. What the are you doing? Like harmful. She's talking about money in a way that concerns me because like it's going to be used in court and stuff like shut your mouth like just shut up don't talk about your prenup don't like zip (laughs) totally i i agree 100 yeah yeah i'm not even media trained as you can tell becky just took water she's about to do a spit take (laughs) me and becky have an inside joke where I like to make her laugh while she drinks water and then she just chokes or throws it i get i get like that Really, like, spit-takey. She's really gassy. <laughs> it's funny, okay, I was trying to make notes about Giselle, but I was to keep on spelling it, like, the proper way, or, like, Giselle, but it's, like, literally spelled, like, Giz-elle. Like, Giselle. So I had to, like, make, like, make my computer <laughs> Jizzy. Old Jizzy Bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really puts the G in Giselle. <laughs> The changes. What do you think about her addition on her house? God, she has like the worst style of anyone. <laughs> Everyone. Like, what the yeah. hell is going on there? What the hell? Like, I, I have no like, idea like, what her vision is ever mm-hmm. with her like own style, like like fashion or interior. I have no idea. Yeah, it really is white trash vibes. Like, <laughs> like she put like five trailers together and was like, this is my extension. Yeah. But I did think it's it was to do it in the front center. It like probably will add value to the house, but freaking, you live in like a mud pit in like the forest and you're just doing these janky ass renovations or like additions. It really is very makeshift country. Like, what's yeah. That? I was triggered. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I forgot how much I fucking love her daughters. Oh, they're so cool. They're like literally 40 years old. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why are they like cooler than like I will ever be? I feel like they were cooler last season. This season, they're like 60 year old women and they've like already retired. (laughs) Yeah. They're like tired. I also forgot they were twins. It's so cute. Oh my god! If I had twins, yeah, and their names are like Angel and something else. Adore. Really? I yeah. Guess. So they're like great, like that. Like I love that. So I think that's cool. And it's just like, bitch, listen to these girls. They like are giving the best advice all the time. It's so fun. Yeah, and they're like just. I want them to be like on the show next season. Yeah, with their own like. But like together. That's <laughs> one. <laughs> So we need to talk about the invites on Potomac. What is the invite culture? Oh, okay. So it's so like Karen sending these insane invites that are like interactive. Okay. I think I got confused because was it who was it that sent it was on Atlanta, but then they just like show up with a sex worker and a laptop. Oh (laughs) was that who was that? Is it candy? Was it? I don't know, but that was just... Uh, no, because that's, like, too broke for Candy. I know. I feel like Candy's smarter than that. But, like, who else? Who else is also, like, slutty? I know. I can't think. Was it Marlo? No. Mm, yeah, I think it was Marlo. Because Kenya was really reading it super hard, and Kenya hates Marlo. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Wasn't there, like, a dead butterfly in one of the invites? Yeah, in- I think Karen, like, sent out dead bugs <laughs> 
What was it's like the RuPaul's Drag Race moment, the finale? You don't remember with the dead butterflies? Oh yes! Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. What was your name? I don't know. Wow. All right, he. That was literally one of the best pop culture moments <laughs> of the 20, 2000s. Like, wow. Anyways, I knew she was from, like, Texas. I forget her name. Moving on from the dead bugs. It's just so funny to see, like, the girls, like, be react, be, like, scared of the <laughs> Every time they're, like, oh, like, a bomb, like, it's anthrax. I know. It's anthrax, exactly. It's, like, there's so much trauma, like, to unpack. <laughs> Well, it was like Elisa Rinna, like yeah, like Harry Hamlin, like she kept saying like the show he's in is like it was like one hundred anthrax. <laughs> exactly. So then Giselle calls Robin for style advice. That's probably the last person I would call. Oh, for sure. Robin like is a not awake. Robin is asleep. Yeah, exactly. She's Robin is like in a melatonin like state all the time. Four melatonin gummies. <laughs> Like Robin is addicted to melatonin gummies. Yeah, it's a problem. She's been railing melatonin gummies. <laughs> I feel like Giselle just calls Robin because it's like the lowest bar and it's like the easiest way to confirm that it's like a bad look. Yeah. So, anyways, we move on, and I think is Karen throwing a party? It's Karen's like spring into summer, or no, spring into spring, spring into spring. That's cute. I love a theme. That's a theme. I like these girls going after a theme. Um, the well, Cherry Blossom cocktail actually looked really good. I agree. They, those did look good. Do, I don't know if you noticed, the whole editing of this episode was very, like, every kind of scene had, like, a like a moment of, like, a, like either like a plant or a flower, like, wilting or, like, becoming dead. Okay. I have a whole another, like, footnote on that because... Mm-hmm. As a Vancouverite, coming from one of the most beautiful cities where everywhere you turn, it's like perfection, like postcard moment. It's just so funny to see these like random, like garbage ass cities and they try to get like establishing shots and it's like yeah. a, a deer eating grass or like an, an overpass of a highway. Like a bee. Yeah, or like a woman in high heels really stretching. You could get B roll in Vancouver. Just like your fucking eyes closed, and it would look better than that. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. <laughs> it was it was cringe. I do not want to live in that area. I'm just saying. Yeah. So where are we now? We're getting into Karen's. So party. we're at like Karen's party, which is a very weird party. Like I don't really know what it is beyond just like being like the establishing party of the season to like see where everyone's like alliances are and all that stuff. I love that like it's so immediate that karen and giselle are friends i like this i didn't even notice because it just seems so natural because i know but they're not they were never friends prior they're never ever friends well okay like i'm kind of blanking because i have never like i always watch the potomac as it came out i don't really remember the timeline but like the past few seasons they're not friends but they're friends now and i like that yeah, I like to see them as friends. I feel like there's these certain couples on like Atlanta, like Marlo and Kenya, or on yeah. like Meredith and Lisa, where there's like these fights, but only because they're like so similar or like so. They they bring out like sides in each other that are like bad but good. Exactly, but it's like you want to see them together, and you're like rooting for them to be friends, but they're like yeah, that's for me, Karen and Janelle. I'm like, you guys are such a powerhouse. You have like. You were so similar, but so different. And I want you to come together because you will make this show like so entertaining to me. Yeah. yeah. So I hope they are because then it just makes up for a lighter season and easy breezy beautiful. So I thought the decor at this party looked awful. Oh God, I barely even registered because it, it feels like so like, like schlep together. It looks like you were in like a prop room at like- Yeah, no, it looked like just warehouse. like- a prop. someone's weird bachelorette party or something yeah ashley starts spewing some like she starts backpedaling on the whole michael thing but also ashley looks so fucking good do you remember what like, she wearing no she when she had like a little dress on but like her hair was she had these huge exaggerated like long front part bangs and then the big bun in the back girl 
Because everyone like oh, because she was. Like, I remember that she was showing a lot of skin. Because I was yeah, like, but like so everyone cool. party was like, Ashley looks so good. Go back and like watch it. She looks so pretty. Yeah, well, inexcusable because of the way that she is so jaded by Michael. I know. Yeah, I know. It's bad. It's uh, Candace shows up. I feel like she's giving Beyonce. What's that? Candace looks so good. Like <laughs> Ivy Carter. What's that line that she did? Beyonce did with Adidas. Yeah, uh, Ivy Park. Ivy Park. So she's like wearing Ivy Park. It looks pretty. Yeah. Good. It, Candace looks so good. She looks so like tight and nice all the time yeah the big shoulders are working there's probably yeah like candace her style look. is so intentional she always looks intentional she always wants to like really cater to like the cool audience she knows like where her fans are is she in a feud with ashley no no i don't wait no maybe i don't think so i think that candace and her candace's husband chris had beef with michael oh yeah from the like like wedding. the juan's party that he had that yeah, he yeah, yeah, posed him exactly. yeah okay i think that's what it is whether ashley like has any like ill will probably not well ashley has so much other things on her plate i don't think i know <laughs> yeah why are giselle and wendy in a feud i don't understand that me either okay i was gonna ask you that what am I not remembering? Yeah. What is like, that? I what just is that? Get along. What is that? They're no, like, where she wouldn't let Wendy touch her. That I was, was like, what the so fuck? Rude. No, that I would never say that to anyone. That's crazy. If you would. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You said it last episode about the freaking shaman. That's different. <laughs> like I would never let anyone touch me. Um. Okay. I don't know though. What? what that was though like yeah i was confused i was like what is this well she was like well she was like wendy was like shit talking my relationship with my horrible ex yeah. <laughs> it's like really okay like so wendy was recounting facts about the fact that you are rekindling a relationship with this guy who cheated on you yeah it's hard so to write my so mia shows up at the party and so can you tell me what does giselle say to mia okay so i don't i don't know like verbatim but like she was just yeah. like Oh, you look so good. Cancer, not cancer, kind of thing. Okay. Would you and find that What? Is that offensive? Was that a dig? Well, I think Giselle was implying was you're exaggerating your health scare. No, I'm, I'm getting a flashback of Sutton and what's her name? The new uh, girl. Diana. Yeah. When she's like, oh, I thought you were in the hospital today. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, well, if you had a miscarriage, I guess you're not like that sick yeah exactly <laughs> no it's like it's bad like it's all around, even like, comment that i guess i don't know yeah you put it out like, there so i'm just kind of conflicted because it's like you put it you were the first one this to is it. munchausen 101 like you know like when that happened like on beverly with like lisa rana and yolanda where the women are like you must be exaggerating because if you're able to physically be at this party right now you can't be sick <laughs> It's like, oh, it's not as though we have contracts or anything that, like, allow me to, like, pass on, like, these events. I have to go to them. What, from what I know about Mia's health is that she has these tumors appearing all over her body. And so she's constantly getting them checked up on and that they're precancerous. But that doesn't mean that she's not, like, a ticking time bomb. And Giselle was just like, Oh, so you don't have cancer? Like, well, then why would you post about it? Maybe because it could spread awareness or like get people yeah. like aligning people to like think about getting tested for things, biopsies. Those are good reasons, but it's definitely coming from a place of narcissism. Narcissism for her? You think? Mia? Uh, well, it's at least coming from a point of like wanting to get attention. Well, I think it's like you can you can have both at the same time and they don't cancel each other out. Yeah, I mean, what's her name? Karen could have been, a, or Giselle, I guess, could have been a bit more gentle with her, like, introduction. Oh, no, like, because Giselle's, like, made up her mind. If you don't have, like, cancer, like, a capital C, then, like, you have no right to talk about having, like, health issues. It's weird. So, yeah, I don't know who's side I'm on on that, but maybe if I was me, I wouldn't freak out as much because you 
are putting it out there in the zeitgeist. So just be like, yeah, and move on. But then we wouldn't have an episode, would we? <laughs> we wouldn't. I'm always just like saying the healthier thing to do is just to be like, yeah. be passive. Yeah. But then then it shouldn't be on the show. No. Can you imagine waking up and having a coochie craving from Michael Darby? No, no, no. No! 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 What does that even mean? No! That sounds like a curse. Yeah, like, like, a, like a witch's craving. curse. Like a horror movie called The Craving. Starring yeah, like, that's like a Cronenberg movie. I don't even know who that is, but yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like body horror type stuff. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that shot of his back and then just like, oh, the patchy hairs. <laughs> it just, oh, God. God. Israel. Oh, that poor, poor girl. I know. I know my heart goes into her because she deserves so much better. So much better. She can do so much better. So um, I guess that's the episode. What drama are you excited for? Honestly, I don't know. I feel like there is not a ton of buildup. I think there's going to be like a drink thrown at one point this season. People coming at Mia, her like health claims but like I don't know obviously like Ashley and like her pending divorce with Michael but I don't yeah I feel like I just don't know this could be a bad season you think it's a bad season it could be okay well I think with SLC and Potomac we take that it's not we understand that it's not like Beverly or New York it's not going to be these like high stake dramas so mm-hmm. I kind of, like, find that refreshing as, like, a side project, especially if I'm going to get lied to with all this coffee shit or, like, be dicked around. Mm-hmm. So at least I'm here hearing from an honest point of view. And, yeah, just, like, being casual and hanging out with the girls. I hope it's, like, kind of a lighthearted season, to be honest. It's kind of fun when the girls are getting along. Yeah, I, I do like when, like, the girls are getting along. Atlanta last season, like, this current season, I mean, that just ended... Overall, like everyone's getting along, and like it felt good. I feel like Atlanta usually they're getting along, but this last yeah, in Atlanta they always find a way to make it work. I think we need Portia back, or we need Phaedra, or both. Both, both. Oh, that'd be so good. What did they call freaking frack? Like that was like the nickname they came up with. I didn't get into Atlanta until like the return of Nini. Oh, okay. Well, like, Phaedra and um, Portia are best friends, and they call each other freaking frack. That's so cute. I feel like they're I know. good jokes. Oh, my God. We are freaking frack. <laughs> yeah. You're Phaedra, and I'm Portia. I am Phaedra, and you are Portia. No. It's like, for the listeners, trippies out there, you'll understand. We don't even have <laughs> If you saw what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> Identical. <laughs> I think that's it for this episode. Anything else you want to say? I don't think so. I am like very much skeptical with the season, but like I want to be a fan because I love these ladies and I'm like such a like a hyper fan of all of them as like individuals. Yeah, I want them to succeed. I want Candace to have a Thanks. new single. We need a new drive yeah. drive forward. We need to run on that hill, make a deal with God. <laughs> and let's get Candace on the pod just to talk about her uh, Deep Space album. Is that what it's called? Deep Space? I heard, I don't know, but I heard it's really good. I'm sure it's a slay. Maybe that's our project for next episode is to listen to Deep Space. Okay. Okay. We're going to do a deep cut of Deep Space. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tune in next week, and we'll give you episode two of Potomac. All right. I love you, my shrimpies. The Shrimp Cocktail Podcast is created, produced, and edited by Becky P. and Peter B. Find us on social media at Shrimp Cocktail Podcast and on Twitter at Shrimp Podcast. A big special thanks goes out to Catherine at Camp Hat for our cover art and AJ at Grief.Jerky for our theme song. Please catfish us at shrimpcocktailpodcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. 
And if you love Shrimp Cocktail, be sure to follow us on Patreon for exclusive episodes and more. Bye!